Um, Vince, uh, I don't know if I told you this or, or not, but, you know, but the first time I, I came and, you know, came in contact with you was up at Camp Cedarcrest many, many years ago uh, when we would take our youth groups up to camp. And Vince was kind of like, I don't know what you were doing up there. You were kind of like the, the everything guy, the hype guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just remember, you know, I, I was one of our youth leaders at the time. I was uh, the youth leader that took our group up. And I remember just sitting in the back looking at, looking at Vince. And I'm like, dude, Vince is so cool. And it's like, I want, I don't know, I don't know if we're the same age or, or how, I, I have a problem, I think everybody's older than I am, um, but I'm like, dude, I want to be like that guy when I grow up. <laughs> and, um, and here we, here we are, we're, we're, we're chilling, rubbing elbows together in San Diego. I th- you were, you were from LA, right? Uh, when I met Vince for the first time, uh, personally, last month when we came to the pastor's luncheon, uh, uh, you know, he, he introduced himself, and as I was walking away, he's like, Nate, I got a question for you. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, how many San Diego hats do you own? And I'm like, a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, are you a Padre fan too? And he's like, no. Am I, am I like giving too much information? All right. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm a Dodgers fan. So, um, boo, yeah. So, Hope is alive this morning. He is wearing a San Diego Padres hat. Um, thanks, buddy. It depends. If, if the Padres are doing good, it's a San Diego hat. If they're not, we can make it stand for a sanctified disciple, maybe something like that. I don't know. Or Santo Dios in Espanol. You know, you could, you could, there's a lot of ways you could, <laughs> you could go there. But anyways, um, yeah, let's, uh, you guys down to get into the word a little bit? All right. By the way, this is my wife in the front, Denise. I should, you know. <laughs> what you see up here would not exist. <laughs> today. If it weren't for her, uh, Salt Church would not be happening if it weren't for her. And so uh, definitely it is, that is my wife, Denise. Um, We have two boys. Um, Just a little bit about myself. Before we get into the word, we have two boys, um, 10 and 6 years old, Nathaniel and Enoch. And um, life is just, life is an adventure. Um, If I'll just get this out of the way right now. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, life is a beautiful journey where we wake up every single day thankful that Jesus gave us another day and we go forth and ahead with what he has given us to do. And a lot of times there's figuring out stuff along the way. Amen? So um, let's, uh, I forgot my Bible in the back of the, <laughs> in the, back of the room. Um, <laughs> what, dude, stop. Um, so that's part of our crew over there. Um, so, you know, they, they'll probably be laughing a lot. Don't, don't feel shy to, to laugh. Laugh at me or with me. But before we get started, um, I need a volunteer real quick. Um, I need somebody that has really, really good handwriting. Does, does anybody... Today is not your day to be humble about it. If you want, like, if you think you have really, really good handwriting, can you, can I just... I, I just need you for like 30 seconds. Is that cool? No one? Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Come on up, please. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, come on up here. Come on up here, please. Is there a top and bottom to this? No, okay. All right. Hello. What's your name? Annette. Annette. Nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Nate. I have a... I have a marker here. Um, Annette, if you could um, do me a favor. So you have really good handwriting? 
Um, I am not the guy. Like, I, I guarantee you, you have better handwriting than I do. Um, uh, my wife, Denise, has, is usually the one that has to sign our six-year-old's paperwork. Otherwise, the teacher will send it back and say, hey, like, your son forged this. I'm like, <laughs> like so my handwriting is really bad. So I trust, I trust that you have good, uh, whether it's good or bad, it's, it's way better than mine. I guarantee it. Can you, can you write on here, I love Jesus? That is beautiful. Is that beautiful? Yeah? All right. Amen. Can I, can, I, can I have you do it one more time, but this time with your left hand? Of course, I would pick somebody that's, am, what is it called? Amidestrian. Oh, all right. There we go. Looks a little, a little, that's still, that's, that's, that's still pretty impressive. Um, I could not do that. Blindfolded. Um, <laughs> we're going to have you uh, write it with your feet next. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding, kidding. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that, that's here. Thank you. We're just going to, we're going to save that for later. Um, I'm going to be honest. That's, um, that's not bad. That's, that's. <laughs> That's, that's not bad at all. You almost ruined my illustration. Um, that's not bad at all. Um, we're going to save we're going to save that for a little bit later, uh, because today, um, what God has put on my heart for this community is to encourage you. Um, Jesus wants to not only touch our afflictions, but He also wants to touch and expand our abilities our afflictions, and our abilities. And to take a look, I want you guys to, if you guys have your Bibles or your, or your cell phones with you, um, whatever it may be, um, turn with me to Mark chapter 3. Mark chapter 3. It's a, it's, it's a rather quite favorite um, story of mine. Um, where we're going to take a look at one of the healings of Jesus, it's one of my favorite healings. Um, if you guys are from Salt Church, you've, you've heard me talk about it a little bit here and there. Um, but it, it's when Jesus heals the man with the withered hand. Okay? Jesus heals the man with the withered hand. Um, what, makes this, what makes this story of uh, this particular healing story one of my favorite is it's actually one of the more unique healings that takes place that Jesus does. Um, and now, every single healing that, that, that Jesus performed was, was unique in itself uh, because he was doing stuff that people had never seen before, right? Um, but this particular one is unique in nature because um, it is one of the only ones that the, the, the person that needed to be healed was not asking Jesus to be healed. He was not asking for it. Think, think, about all, think about some of the other healings that took place, like the, the, the woman with the, the, the issue of blood that, that, that literally pushed her way through the crowd, saying, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And, if I could and she was saying, what? If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. 
And think about the, 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 dude, that, the dude that couldn't walk and, and, and Jesus was in, in someone's house and they couldn't, they couldn't even couldn't get, they couldn't get through the front door, the, the side door, the back door. So the only way they could get in is they made a hole in the roof and they, they lowered him in. He's like, like, he's like, hey man, we, we, we got you, buddy. Don't worry. We're going to get you to the guy. We're get, you're, getting, you're getting healed today. Or, or, or the lepers that, 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 that cried after Jesus. Or the blind men that said, Son of David, have mercy on us. A lot of the times when people, when people were facing an affliction, they were chasing after Jesus because they had no, they had no hope. They had no, one else, they had no one else to turn to. This guy, he's not asking Jesus for anything. And... It reminds me how uh, a lot of us are as believers in, in the year 2023. We, we, have, we all have things in our lives that need to be touched by Jesus, but, but we're, we're kind of keeping quiet about it. We're not, we're, we're, we're not in a hurry to go out of our way to say, touch me, Lord. And um, I just want to read, read to you the, these six verses and, and point out a few ways that um, you and I can really, really relate and um, relate to this, to this man that, that's going through such a condition and kind of unpack it and see, like, hey, what, what's, 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 causing him to, what's causing him to just kind of sit back, and, you know? Um, so Mark chapter 3, verse 1. I'm just going to read the, the full six verses to you, okay? I have the... If you guys are, have it in your, in your phones, I'm reading out of the New King James Version, okay? And so it says this in verse 1, and he entered the synagogue, that's Jesus, Jesus entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, these are the Pharisees that are watching Jesus closely, so they watched him closely whether he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, step forward. Then he said to them, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they had kept silent. And when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out immediately, plotted against, uh, with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. So, so six verses, right? Um, it's probably not the most famous, uh, mo most well-talked-about healing uh, that Jesus ever performed. But like I said, it really resonates with me because it reminds me of myself. Um, if, you guys, if you guys look real quick at, in verse 5, as it's, as, as it's, you know, spoiler alert, right? He, he, he does get healed. And it says that as he's stretching out his hand, um, his, his withered hand, hand becomes whole like the other. So we see that this guy, this guy has one withered hand, all right? And he has one good hand. And so if, if I were to put myself in his shoes, and, and, and if I had one withered hand and I had one good hand, you know, I'm, I'm starting to, I'm, I, I make that connection with him, and I start thinking, it's like, well, 
you know, if, if, you know, if you have one bad hand and one good, one good hand, it's, it's, not really, it's not really life devastating. Uh, it's not really a life devastating condition. Not like, not like the dude that couldn't walk. Not like the girl that had an endless flow of blood. Not like the blind. Not like the deaf. I mean, you know, on one hand, can, could, 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 you know, life be a lot better? It's like, yeah, like I wish I, could, I had full use, two, both uses of my hands. But on the other hand, you know, it's like, hey, life, life could be a lot worse. I'm still able to get by. I, I may have, to, I may have to, to, to learn to maybe write with my, my, my bad hand or my, my, my hand that I'm not used to. I may not be able to, to clap in service, but you know, yeah, yeah, there we go, right? But I could, I could get around it. I could find a way to just, I can make it work. Family, if I have not just described to you almost every single person in this room or that we have come in contact with, I don't know what else does. There's always something going on in our lives. And because we, we rather than, than deal with it, maybe we don't want to deal with it. Maybe it's, maybe it's too inconvenient to deal with. Maybe it hurts too much to deal with. We just kind of accept it and we just live with it. And I want to let you know, Jesus is here today telling you, asking you to step forward. We don't have to live and tolerate conditions that, 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 that afflict us, that, that hold us back. We don't have to. And if you look, and, and furthermore, uh, how we can further um, connect and, and, and um, you know, uh, the, connect with this man here, it says it in the fir- very first verse. It says, as Jesus entered the synagogue again, there was a man there with a withered hand. So, so, so this... So this man was already there. He was going to church. He, was, he, 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 he got up that morning and he, he went to church. So he loves God. He's not bitter. He's not, he, he's, he's not, like, he, he's not a non-believer. He, he, he loves God. He has a reverence for God. He's in his church already. You can read this as, and, he, and Jesus entered in, Faith Community Church again. And there was a man there. Jesus entered Faith Community Church again, and there was a woman there. Jesus entered Faith Community Church again, and there was a family there. There was a married couple there. There was a young adult there. There was all of us there. We love God. We're here. You're here. You're listening on a Sunday morning. So, so, so what's up? Why, 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 why would somebody, somebody with such a condition just kind of like not speak up, not, not say, Jesus, heal me, Jesus, touch me. It's because, and that this is not to come down on anybody in here, but this is to say, we, we all do this. We, 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 we silently kind of accept, accept, accept it as it is. It's like, yeah, is, is this a bummer? Yeah, but you know. Can, can, can life be better? Absolutely. Can I have more money in the bank? Can I, have, can I be a little bit more healthier? Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? Life could be a lot worse. So I'm going to be content. And you know what? You guys, we're, all, we're, almost, we're almost taught and programmed to be content. 
not not to not to uh, not to make waves or not not to not not to strive to be better. We just kind of like, hey, you know, I'm like I'm here. I love God. You know, like I I have I have a home. I have an apartment. I have I have health. You know, I'm I'm good. It's like you know, it's like thank you, Jesus. But Jesus Jesus wants you to step out, and he wants he wants to touch every area of your life. And check us out. What, what's going on? Uh, what's going on? And um, this, this is this is this is worthy to be to be noted um, and to be aware of. In verse two, it says that the Pharisees were watching him closely, watching Jesus closely, to to see if they were going to heal him or not on the Sabbath. So 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 they would have something to come against him with. Can I? Can I? This is a good reminder. There is an enemy out there that is that is that is. Like a like like a lion seeking whom he could uh, kill, uh, rob, and destroy. Right? There is an enemy that is not only watching you, but he's watch, he's watching Jesus, and he and because of his hatred for Jesus, he has a hatred for you, saying he he better not touch him today, he better not move in his life today, he 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 better not heal, he better not speak, he better he 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 better leave him alone. We need to be aware of that. There is an enemy watching, and he, he, does, he does not want Jesus to touch us. He doesn't want Jesus to minister to us. He does not want Jesus to do anything with us, and, he, and, and he's watching. All right, be aware of that. But, that. but just like this story goes on, that's not going to stop Jesus. That's not going to stop Jesus. Whatever your boss is not going to stop Jesus. Your circumstance is not going to stop Jesus. Your, 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 your health conditions are not going to stop Jesus. Jesus will touch you. Jesus will minister, minister to you. Jesus will, will have his way with you if you allow him to. Because that's the next thing. We know that the, 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 the plans of the enemy, that no weapon formed against me will prosper. The enemy could be as mad as he wants. He could come against me as much as he wants. He will not prosper. But there's still, there, there's still a decision to make. Jesus says, step forward, as he calls this man forward. Now, he, he, could, have, he could have said, hey, no thanks, I'm good. And, and, you know, and Mark would have been like, ooh, I go, okay, next chapter. Like, <laughs> I guess that story ends there. No, but... He, he, because remember, he's already there in the synagogue. He's already going to church. He already has some reference for God. So, so, so when this Jesus tells him to step forward, he says, okay, let's, let's go. And by the way, by the way, if you, if you read this over again, the, the, there's not, not out loud, there is no mention, there is no mention that, that, that a healing is about to take place. This man is definitely, definitely not asking for it to be healed. He's kind of accepted his condition as is. You know, it's like, hey, it's like, this is, this is it. Jesus, Jesus is, not, is, is not the guest speaker of some, some healing crusade service. Everything that's going on behind the scenes is, is going on mentally. The Pharisees are like, they're not speaking it out. They're not saying, you better not heal him, Jesus. No, they're thinking it. He, oh, man, he better, not, he better not try this healing business. Not on the Sabbath. 
And Jesus is, 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 is reading their minds, reading their thoughts. And he's just like, man, your heart, your, and, he, and th- there's this like, there's this like conversation going on, like between, between thoughts, like you better not heal him. Man, I'm like, I'm so grieved by the hardness of your hearts. So in no way does this, does this man with the withered hand, with this condition, know what's, what's, go- what's going on. When he is asked to step forward, I, put yourself in his shoes. Would he be expecting a healing? I don't know. Whether he was expecting it or not expecting it, whether what, whatever he was thinking was going on, has like, I, I, I don't know. He was obedient to, to the voice of Jesus. And we could stop this message here right now. We could all, we, we could all take that as upon ourselves as, 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 as a challenge and an encouragement. Whatever Jesus wants with us, if he asks us to step out and to go forward, the answer should be yes. It should never be, it should not be to get something. It should not be to like, oh, like, this is going to make my life better. If Jesus is asking me to do something, the, 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 the immediate answer should be yes. And to get up and go. So Jesus asks him to step forward. And so this man does it. He steps forward. And, and, and check this out. So there's a choice to be made here. And in verse 5, it says that as Jesus is looking around the, war, around the room, and, he, and he's just like, he sees how hardened their hearts are. He's, he looks at the man and he says, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. And, and it says, and, and he stretched it out, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. Now, family, I, um, if... You know, I like I like putting myself I like putting myself in the shoes of of, of these Bible characters, and it, and 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 I think we I think it's a good healthy practice that we all do that, um, because I number one I, I think we often forget that these the the people in these stories that we 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 kind of often forget they're real people. And not only are they real people, but they're, they're, they're living out their real lives in real time. And they, they, they didn't, you know, I, I could probably, I wasn't there, but I could probably guarantee it. This man did not wake up that morning, go to his Jewish calendar, and have a circle around that day. Today's the day I'm getting healed. Amen. Hallelujah. I cannot wait to meet Jesus. He, pre- he probably didn't know. It was probably just an ordinary day. He's, what, 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 I wonder what was going through his mind that morning. Just an, this is just another Sabbath. I'm going to go to the synagogue. Oh, wow, this, this Jesus is here. Oh, you know, he's, he's kind of he's, he's, he's new. He's kind of different. Wow, I, him and those Pharisees, they kind of, they're kind of mean-mugging each other over there. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. Step forward. Oh, okay. What? So he steps forward. And I have to think, if this were me, and Jesus asked me to step forward, and I go up, and and I'm standing before the the, the creator of the universe, and maybe not even fully aware that this this is him, and and I just like, I'm, I'm here, I'm being obedient. And I had one withered hand, 
and I had one good hand, and I heard those words being spoken from Jesus, stretch out your hand. If it were me, and I am being completely honest, I would probably do something like this. I would probably stick out my good hand. Like, yeah, Lord, you're gonna, are you going to give me something? Are you going to give me some money? Are you going to give me something good to eat? I don't know. Like, and, you know, and, and I would imagine Jesus would probably have to smack my hand down. Like, no, Nate, that's, I don't want your good hand. I want your withered hand. And at that point, if it were me, I would have another choice to make. I would either have the cho- I would I would make the choice to believe that uh, to, 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 to act out in faith and do what Jesus is asking me to do, or another possibility is, I'd be like, I can't. Jesus, you are asking me to do something that is physically not, I don't have, this hand is withered. It's dry. It is lifeless. It has not, mo- it has not moved probably for years. And you're, and you're saying stretch it out like, like it's some pre-workout thing? Like, <laughs> But there's another choice to make. You can either do it, or you can say, I can't. This man chooses to believe. And he says, he stretched it out. <laughs> By the way, like I said, Jesus, Jesus performed many healing miracles, and they were, they were all different. And, and, and I asked myself, you know, Lord, why, why, couldn't you just, why, why couldn't you just go and touch his hand? Be healed. That would have really set the Pharisees off, right? Just like, hey, be healed. Or, 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 or you didn't, Lord, you didn't even have to touch it. You could have just, just, you know, took a step back, crossed your arms, and like, be healed. Oh, it, it, it would have happened because he's done it. He's done it. In, 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 in other ways. The, the, the power flows out of him. He's like, he, he, sometimes he doesn't even, he doesn't even real, he, he realizes it, but he's like, well, I just felt power go out from me. Or, 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 or how about this? Hey, your faith has made you well. Like there, there, he, he could have done any of these things, but, but, he, but he's insisting, he, he, he asks, he, he commands this man, say, hey, stretch out your hand. Do something that you, that you feel that you cannot do regularly and, and watch, how, watch how the power of God transforms you. And it says there in verse 5 that he stretched out his hand. There is the, like, 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 like there, there has, there, hey, hey, my son, hey, my boy, hey, my girl, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to, I'm going to need you to just trust me and, and just, Start going for it. Just start opening it up. And as you open it up, as you stretch it out, it, it's, it's going to be made well, just like the other. And that's what happens. I wonder how many times, how many times do we, maybe not cheat ourselves, but how many times that we, that we, we don't get to experience the full power and, and manifestation of God's Holy Spirit in our lives because we simply say, no, nah, I can't do that. Now nah, you're asking, Jesus, God, like, I'll, I'll give you my good hand, but you're, at, you're asking me to do something uh, that, that I just physically, I, I can't do that right now. 
I physically can't do it. I emotionally can't do it. Here's one. Here's one. Nate, I want you to forgive. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's easy to forgive. No, 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 no. Put, put, put that hand down. I want, I want you to stretch out your forgiveness towards the people that really, really hurt you and you really struggle to, to forgive them. Ooh. Ah. Oh, here's another one. Nate, I want you to love. Oh, that's easy. I go to the best church ever. I took, I'm surrounded by the easiest people to love. No, no, no. Put your good hand down. I want you to stretch out your love and love the people that have really hurt you. The people that really don't deserve your love. Ah, oh, Jesus. You know, those are all choices we have to make. We can either trust and open up or we could just say, no, nah, I, I, I can't do that. You want me to love the Lord? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love. Loving, loving Vince, that's, that's easy. That's easy. It's like, job well done, good and faithful servant. Don't ask me to love those other people. Don't ask me to love. <laughs> I was going to say other names, but I'm not, go, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. We're just going to stick with the good. Yeah, okay? Um. God, God, wants, God wants to stretch us out. And you guys, it's, it's, not, it's, not, only, it's not only our, our afflictions. And you know what? And, and, and real quick, with afflictions, it's not, just, it's not just, you know, it's not just sickness and diseases. There's things that we have accepted in our lives that God wants to touch that, that we feel like it could be in our marriage. We have one good hand, one withered hand. Yeah, I, like we have love in our relationship, but on the other hand, we don't really communicate it very well, so we just kind of accept it. Jesus wants to invite you forward. Maybe, maybe it's, it's, like I said before, maybe it's dealing with forgiveness. Maybe it's loving. Maybe it's, learn, maybe it's learning to trust someone again. Hey, I want you to, hey, stretch out your trust. Oh, that's easy, Lord. I got, I got, I got one good hand that's really, really good, easy, able to trust. You know, people like, people like maybe like Pastor Vince, people like, like, like Dom and Manny and, and maybe Nate. Yeah, he looks, he looks kind of cool, trustworthy. No, no, I want you, I want you to trust the person that, that lied to you or that maybe betrayed your trust. There's a, those, are, those are choices. Those are, those are a lot, um, um, uh, decisions deliberate decisions we have to make to invite Jesus to come in and stretch us out and to, to, to do those things again. Just because something has been withered and, and, and dead for many, many years does not mean that Jesus cannot breathe new life into it. He wants to touch our afflictions. He also wants to touch our abilities. Um... You know, when I, uh, when I invited, I, I forgot your name, Annette, okay? Annette, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of keep using you as an example here, okay? Is that okay? All right, nothing, nothing, nothing on Annette here. Because Annette, Annette did exactly what I was hoping that she was going to do. She did exactly what I was going to do. 
And if we were to be completely honest, she did exactly what every single person in this room would have done. If I, if I handed a whiteboard to every single one of you guys and asked you to write just your name, or I love Jesus, or, or I love carne asada burritos, whatever it would be, you would have written it with your dominant hand. You know you would. Don't deny it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's what we should be doing. When Jesus asked this man to stretch out his hand, did you notice he did not tell him which hand to stretch out? Well, that's easy, Nate. Obviously, stretch out his bad hand. Is it? There, there was nothing audibly spoken about this is, the healing is about to take place. He even, even when he was, read it, read it again. Even when he was rebuking the Pharisees, he did not say, is it good to heal on this? No, he said, is it, is it good to do good or to do evil on the Sabbath? He, no, nothing is being said of healing. So when this man steps forward and he's invited to stretch out his hand, Jesus does not tell him which one to do it. This man took it upon himself to, I'm going to stretch out, I'm going to stretch out the one that doesn't work. Completely contrary to what we, the, the, what we do as, as, as a people, as a culture, as a generation. When Jesus calls us to do something, we, we, we normally, we put our, we put our best, we put our best forward. And I like the way he words it. Stretch out your hand. Not give me your hand. Stretch out your hand. There, there are abilities inside each and every one of us, family. Abilities that we're good at. And, we, and, and we're quick to use those. But there's, also, there's all, also abilities and gifts of the Holy Spirit that are already inside of you. They're just kind of just sitting dormant. And Jesus is inviting you, hey, stretch those out. Get better at those because I want to use those. True story, when I was in sixth grade, when I was in sixth grade, um, I had a friend named Mike, and I went over to his house one day, and um, Mike was just given a brand new black electric guitar for his birthday. And um, he, he whips it out, you know, he takes it out, and he's like, dude, look at this thing. And, and I'm like, dude, that looks cool. And he's like, do you play guitar? I'm like, you know, I kind of tried, you know, it's not my thing. He's like, hey, Christmas is coming up. You should ask your mom and dad to give you a bass for Christmas so we could totally get together and jam out. And I'm like, dude, that sounds rad. And so I go to my mom and dad, and I ask mom. Mom's here today, okay? And, uh, and maybe, maybe you've never heard this story, mom. I... <laughs> I, came, I, I asked my mom and dad for a bass, and, 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 and right before Christmas, my dad takes me to Rich Hunt's Guitar Shop in Escondido, and he buys me my very first bass guitar. And so I, I, then right after Christmas, I go over to hang out at Mike's house, and he's plugging in his guitar, and I'm plugging in my bass. You know, we have our, our little practice amps, and he's like, all right, dude, now... Follow this. And he's like, like he, Mike was really into Metallica. I was, uh, I was not. I was really into funk and gangster rap. You know, like, imagine that. Uh, try to connect the two. 
And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to try, try to follow you as much as I can. And I went to go do it, and it, went, it did not take long until I, 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 I audibly, I literally said, I stopped, and I'm like, Mike, we kind of we, we suck at this. And, and I'll never forget my first time trying to play bass guitar. It was like, ow, this hurts. The, the, like, my, my, I'm, my hand is not used to doing that. It hurts. Mike and I never played together again. Actually, that, that bass guitar went into the closet for a little bit. It's like, I, I, I didn't know you're going you're gonna to have to practice at this. I thought we were going to just, like, if you had good guitars, you're going to be good. But there, there was a stretching of the, the muscles that needed to take place. And, 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 and you're training your hand something that's, that, that it, was not, it, it was not really meant to do naturally. But, but with, with training, determination, and practice, you, you would get better and better and better at. I would go to, I had, I had a music teacher. And I would go once a week, and, and he would ask me, did you practice this week? I'm like, oh, yeah, check this out. Do, 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 do. Sounded good. And he's like, that's not practicing. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, that's, if you're playing something you already know, that's, that's rehearsing. Practicing should hurt. That's how you grow and get better. So when Jesus is inviting you to stretch out your hands, stretch out your gifting, there is a time coming, church, where, where healings are going to need to be take place. And, and, and you're like, whoa, I, like, uh, that's, not, that's not my calling. That's not my gift. Well, make it your calling and make it your gift. Step out and let the Lord stretch you. And let him get the glory for it. It, 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 the more we, we get used to, the more we start stretching ourselves out, and maybe it's prophesying. Hey, I want you, I want you to stretch out your prophesying. Oh, it's like, it's like, okay, you know, now do it. The more, see, two things are going to happen as the Lord stretches us out, okay? One, the first, you're good, like, like, like learning, how, how many people play an instrument in here, play guitar? Yeah, so you guys, yeah, you guys kind of know what I'm talking about. The more, the more you practice, the more you get, the, more, the better you get, right? Same thing with gifts. The more you operate in them, the more you move in them, you're going to get more comfortable and you're going to get more better at it. Or you're just going to keep, <laughs> you're going to keep messing it up. And I have a story for that too. <laughs> Um, back in 2015, Denise and I were, uh, at the church we were serving, we were made, we were, we were asked to be the Spanish pastors at our church, to which we said, yeah, I think Denise said yes before I did. I was like, dude, we're stoked. It's like, we, we have our giftings. My, my wife is, my wife is from Tijuana, Mexico. I'm, I'm already, I'm already preaching on a weekly basis. Dude, we got this. Yeah. There was one issue. One, <laughs> I could not speak Spanish very well. Not a problem, right? Uh, yeah, 
if like you're having to teach a Spanish speaking uh, 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 congregation every single Sunday, and 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 you're you're still going along and you're learning the the, the Spanish alphabet as you go. That's that's that's, a, that's that's not that's not very it's not very good. A lot lot of stretching. Well, spoiler alert: I never really got good for five years. It was just like, I, 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 I would get used to the words I've already said, but dude, reading some of these, these names in English is hard enough. Forget it in Spanish. I was, so I was botching the language every single week. Towards the end, towards the end, I, uh, one, of, one of our faithful brethren that came every single week, um, I caught him speaking English to somebody. And boy, I felt like I was being cheated on. I'm like, oh, and I went up to him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, what, what, what do you mean? He's like, you're speaking English. He's like, yeah. He's like, you never told me you speak English. He's like, Nate, I have news for you. We all speak English. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I, was, I was blown away. I was like, okay, first of all, why would you? Why would you never tell me? Why? Why would you torment me for for all these weeks? Like, like, hola, cómo estás? Like, cómo cómo fue tu semana? You know, like, at, why why would you make me speak to you in Spanish? And number two, why are you even here? We have a English service right right in the next room, dude. That's like, why 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 do you put yourselves through this? And this is what this is what they told me. It blesses our hearts. That, that you, a non-Spanish speaker, would, 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 would try and work to communicate the gospel to us in our heart language. And the very thing that I thought I was, I, I wasn't thinking, I, I was weak in. The very thing that I thought was driving people away. They're going to come to the Spanish service, hear one, one sentence come out of this, 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 this half-white kid, half-Mexican, <laughs> they, can't, they, can't, they can't really speak the language, and, they're, and it's going to turn them away. The very thing that I thought was going to turn people away was actually bringing them in, because in my weakness, God is strong. You're either going to get really good at it and excel at it, and get comfortable with it, or you're going to keep struggling with it. And I want to tell you, both are okay. Because God gets the glory either way. When we get better at something, when we stretch ourselves out, they're going to have like, dude, how'd you get so good at it? Dude, God is good. And, you, and when we keep screwing up at it, then we're like, like, why do you keep doing it? Because same reason, because God is good. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Two things are for sure. Jesus is saying, come forward. We're not, we're not, maybe, maybe you're here this morning, maybe you're listening, you're just like, man, I'm, like, I've, I've gotten comfortable. I'm not, I'm not really asking God to touch that area of my life. Jesus is saying, come forward, because I, I, I want to touch you. And number two, as he asks you, as he commands you to stretch out, I want to invite you to, to trust him, to not stretch out what is good and healthy, 
but to, to give him what is withered and lifeless, lifeless. What you think is not useful anymore. That is the very thing that Jesus wants to touch. It could be in your marriage. It could be in your relationships with your children. It could be in your jobs. It could be something physical. It could be our mental health, our anxiety, and, 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 and things that, that, that we, we don't want there anymore, but, but we've just accepted and lived with. It could be our, our, the, the giftings of the Holy Spirit that are already inside of us. Stretch that out. Let me work with it. Let me, as you stretch it out, you will see it will become whole and it will be useful. Even if you think it's not useful or filled with life, I will still make it so because in your weakness, I am strong. Family, let's, let's, let's not, let's stop living life just, just you know, accepting what is. Let, let's, let, let, let's start going after the promises that are yes and amen that Jesus has for us. Benefits that are, that are made available in this life, not just not reserved for the next. I came that I, you would have life and have it more abundantly here on this earth, not the, not the life to come. Amen? Um, Will you guys stand with me real quick? And I'll just, I just want to, I'm not going to, um, don't worry. I'm not, I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you to come forward. But I want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> um, let me just close your eyes real quick. This won't, this won't take, take very long. Holy Spirit, thank you so much. Thank you for providing this, this, this wonderful place for us to gather as a family, for us to, 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 to hear you call us to step forward, to step out. I'm asking right now, Holy Spirit, that, 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 that you would, as you fall upon us and as you invite us to go forward, that you would... You would help us to be more aware of, of you. Because you are working on, in our lives. You are falling over us. You, 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 are, you are calling us no matter what. That, that's nothing new. That hasn't changed. But I'm asking that with, with, with your help that, that, that everyone here and everybody listening at home, they would just, they would just be made, made aware of it. That they would, they, would, they would hear that whisper that maybe they haven't, heard before the holy spirit that you would uh, that you would uh, um, uh, encourage them empower them to be bold in a new way that as they hear your words stretch out your hand stretch out whatever it is that they need to stretch out that they would they would trust and that they would go that they would open up and what was what was lifeless dry and withered would, 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 would have new life, would have new blood flow, flowing to it. Those, those dry bones would, 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 would come back to life. Those giftings that we haven't used in a while would, or maybe never have used ever before in our lives would, 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 start, would start flowing. 
What's the, 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 within this church, faith community, and within Salt Church, and with it, what, 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 all, the, all the, the gatherings in this land, in this territory, that the, the people would start prophesying. The people would start stepping out and, and start laying hands on the sick and, 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 and healing. All, the, all these abilities that, are, that, have, that are, are not by our own, but have come from you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. Let us be aware of that. And let us, let us accept the, the invitation to come forward and to stretch ourselves out. That, that you would prove yourself mighty on behalf of our weakness and, and that we would see new life and new things be, being accomplished in our, in our communities, here at Faith Community, at Salt Church, he, all over San Diego, Lord, all over Southern California. We, we, we are expectant of a, of a fresh new, something new that you have never done before, God. Holy Spirit, move throughout our state, throughout our region. And family, guess what? He's going to use you and I to do it. Let us, let us be bold to make the right choice, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.